right, here we go. Barkley from inside his own five. Barkley with a lead. Barkley with a burst. Barkley down the sideline. Saquon Barkley runs the opening kick. 97 yards. Touchdown, Nittany Lions. What's up, gamblers? We're back. It's week nine of the NFL season, 10 of the colleges. I know we've been away for a little bit, a little bit of schoolwork, a little bit of um, redoing of the uh, podcast. We're just going to go to one show a week. We're going to just kind of break stuff down, you know, go a little recap from the previous week, give a couple picks at the end, kind of more of just an overview instead of instead of doing a little too much work like we were doing before where we all weren't able to get together. Um, once again, Hernan's not here. It is only Richie. Um, we're recording Wednesday night or this Tuesday night. We're going to try to do this Tuesday night or Wednesday night, get out Wednesday or Thursday each week. Uh, right now the nationals are up five, two in the top of the ninth, about to take this to a game seven. So that's going to be exciting. But, um, anyway, Richie, how are you doing uh, today? Uh, I'm doing pretty good. Trying to get to the weekend, have a speech on Friday and, um, yeah, that's about it. Yeah, so me and Richie's actually turning 21 next weekend. So me and him and, well, his family, and he invited me. We're going to Atlantic City for the weekend. That should be a good time. Maybe, you never know, maybe get a podcast from Atlantic City. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Pro- see. Probably not because we're probably going to be too busy gambling. Yes, that is correct. Gambling is key. Gambling is always key. Okay, so to start this off, Basically, we're just gonna go through. We're gonna recap a little college football, a little NFL, NFL preview the weekday football games, and get into our picks later on. So to start this off, a little college football uh, review from Week Eight of the college season: Ohio State, Wisconsin. Richie, I don't know if you saw any of this game, but there were ten points at half. I had live under forty-five. I had a first half under. I had an Ohio State team total under. Um, it was, this is actually where my only losses came. I lost two unders in this game. I pushed a total loss. I lost another total, blah, 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 blah. But this overall was a slop game early. Wisconsin looked like shit, looked like they couldn't do anything. Ohio State, once again, looked pretty good, but they didn't get going until the second half until the rain stopped. Richie, did you uh, catch any of this game? Uh, not really. This is one of the games we didn't bet on, but, um, overall, I think Ohio State's the second half, uh, team. And they really showed it at the end against Wisconsin. They did start off slow, which is uh, which is weird for Ohio State team. I, they started off hot um, all the other games. So, yeah. Yeah, I agree there a little bit. They that they do have a tendency to start slow. I know they've even done that. Have done that in a couple first quarters, but it, it's official. I know a lot of people. I know LSU is now the new number one team in the country and. I know some people are saying Ohio State might be the best team in the country. In my opinion, it's LSU, Ohio State, Alabama, top three teams in the country. And that's not saying anything about Bama because Bama's going to be without Tua next week when they play LSU. They're probably going to lose that game. Bama, I have a bet on Bama not to make the college football playoff, and I could see them having two, maybe even three losses once we get out of November here, like into November. They play a really hard schedule. I don't really see anything there. Ohio State, their toughest game is going to be at home against Penn State, where they're going to be a two-touchdown favorite. I mean, Penn State might cover that game. I don't see any troubles there. Ohio State's going to roll to the college football playoff, playoff with ease. LSU, they beat Bama next week. They'll get in. And um, then you're going to have Clemson in there. And then there's going to be one fourth wild card team. But in my opinion, Ohio State is probably the second. You can make the argument for the first best team in the country. Yeah, um, I think it goes. Uh, I think Alabama is always going to be in. I don't. I don't see them losing to LSU even with without their quarterback, just because it's Alabama. They have the best athletes at every position. Um, it's going to be a good game though, uh, without uh, Tua being in there. So, so yeah. I'm I'm on the opposite side. I'm actually looking for a line to bet LSU for next week at plus seven or higher. Um, We'll see. We'll see. If, if two is out, that line's probably going to open around a field goal. Anyway, 
What else happened Saturday? K-State outright as a 24-point dog. I had K-State plus 24. I joked around. I was actually at my buddy's place Saturday with a couple of people, and I joked around with them. I said, yo, K-State outright today. Let's let's put a little bit on the money line. And complete joke. Anytime you joke about a money line bet, you always have to put money on the money line. I didn't do it. K-State outright. Honestly, uh, Richie, you see any of this game? Oklahoma, K-State? Um, I actually didn't see any of this game either. I was, I guess I was watching all the other games that I, that I was betting on, but, uh, yeah, here's, it's pretty crazy. I mean, being that much of an underdog, uh, and winning a game outright, that's just crazy against an Oklahoma offense with Jalen Hurts as quarterback. That's, that's, uh, props to, props to, uh, K-State's, uh, defense there. So Lincoln Riley, the last couple of years has, they've lost, I think two out of the last three years, they lost to a. Um, a team they were three scores favorite to, or they it was a close game, something like that. But case I don't know what they were doing after about halfway through the first quarter, they looked like they their offense was unstoppable. They were just going up and down the field, up and down the field. And Oklahoma's it's not that Oklahoma's offense looked bad; their defense looked terrible. And Oklahoma did almost come back. I mean, case they almost blew a thirty-one point lead in the fourth quarter because Oklahoma's um, offense is that powerful, but. I don't know what their defense was doing. Their defense is, is rated right in the middle of the pack, right around 50-60. So they should be able to stop a K-State team that hasn't done much all season. But giving up 48 to them, it's really not a good look. But, hey, that's Big 12 football for you. OU is officially going to be out of the playoff talk now. They could win the they could win the, the Big 12. I don't really care. They're going to be out, especially with the Texas loss to C- TCU. We'll jump right into that. Texas was... In my opinion, I think everyone in their mother bet Texas. Richie, did you have any action on this game? Uh, I didn't. I didn't bet this game either. It's pretty crazy. Uh, I don't know much about this game, but uh, yeah, that's about it. That's all I know. <laughs> okay, so I know a little bit. So this is right at the three three thirty window where I had a lot of games going. I had a lot of live bets going. Penn State was on at this time, so this was just in a small screen on the side, not paying much attention to until until towards the end. But basically. Um, Sam Ellinger had four picks here. Now, he did throw for 400 yards, and I think he had four touchdowns. But the four picks is what got him. TCU's defense was able to pick him off, turn him over, and they had a late one late in the game with a minute to go to seal it. TCU ended up winning this game by 10. But my point here is everyone in the mother saw Texas was favored by one, and they just automatically bet him. I got TCU at plus money. I was I was fine with it. It wasn't a contrarian pick. This was a coin flip game that I was getting a team at home that was a dog against a ranked team. It was it was a simple play here for me. But TCU did come out. They outplayed them. Texas is obviously not back. And Texas win total, I think it was set at 9.5. That thing's going way under. And why I brought this game up after the Oklahoma one, that Oklahoma win over Texas does not look as good anymore. Texas keeps losing this. That win doesn't mean as much for Oklahoma. So that's why Oklahoma is officially eliminated. Texas is obviously official officially eliminated. And your dark horse in the Big 12 is Baylor. Baylor is undefeated. They play Thursday night. We'll talk about that game later. They have a clear shot all the way until the end of the end of the season where they're going to play Kansas. They're going to play less miles. It's going to be a big game. Might be upset alert. But if Baylor wins out, they'll win the Big 12. They will be in the college football playoff. So watch out for Baylor. You there, buddy? Yeah, um, I'm waiting for the next game. I don't. You just don't. You you didn't. Okay, so these. Know, yeah, I don't know much about that. Yeah, so that's just my dark horse for the Big Twelve. So. Yeah, you're dark. Yeah, you're okay. Dark. Um, you have any games you want to recap? Um, yeah, actually, uh, Illinois against Purdue. I had Illinois. I think that I think that was my best bet of the week. Um, yeah, I was surprised about this one actually. I thought Purdue was going to come out a win by a field goal, but uh, Illinois just showed up in this game. They they were up like. Uh, they're up they're up big at half um and i was just surprised about that score to be honest um that purdue at home was could have won that could have won that game but they just i guess shut down as a team yeah this was another game purdue didn't have their star players once again it was a slop game there was a lot of weather in central and northern um united states southern united states right in the center of the country there so it wasn't wasn't the best best conditions but illinois is not a bad team i mean 10 point dog winning outright hey that's uh that's big 10 football for you sloppy game sloppy score that's what you get out of that also in the big 10 michigan routed notre dame michigan 
Michigan's offense is finally figuring it out with Shea Patterson. It's a team that I've been screaming about all year. I know I was dead wrong on them. Their their natty future is so it's dead. Throw it away. Not even point to have it. They I know I even said they were gonna be favored at Penn State and they were a seven point dog. Listen, I've been wrong on Penn State or wrong on Michigan. I'll say it, but Michigan's offense is finally getting it going. This is a team we could look to bet on going forward here. I actually did want to bet them this week. Couldn't get a good number. The number's gone now, so we're not betting on them. We'll look to them in the future. But this game, I watched it. It just looked like Notre Dame from the start just didn't want to be there. Now, it was raining. I'll give them that. But I don't know. If Notre Dame wins this game, you know, barely lost to Georgia, you know, you win out, maybe somehow they do their fishy little shit and sneak away in or something. But now, 45-14, this game, this this game was a complete blowout. That Notre Dame is done. I'm happy. Screw Notre Dame. You you catch this game, Richie? Uh yeah. Um I did watch this game. Um I kind of turned it off at halftime because I knew Michigan was going to take over. They have the better beat defense. And I think uh, at the halftime of the Penn State game, they really woke up woke up as a team on offense. And from that point on, they have shown that they have an offense and hey. We're pretty good. We're, we got them at Penn State. Um, we can we can go on and maybe make it somewhere. Yeah, I do agree that that Penn State game was big for them in the second half. They did almost come back. I mean, hey, if it wasn't for a drop touchdown in the end zone there, they might go on to win that game. It, it might go to overtime. There might be a different story. But um, I am happy Michigan finally got their offense here. I'm, I'm going to be happy. I'm going to try to win some money back to, to get back what we lost in that future bet from them. But, yeah, I'm happy uh, Notre Dame's done. So another Big Ten game, Penn State, Michigan State. Obviously, Penn State won easily, twenty-eight-seven. Um, as a Penn State fan, I was fine seeing this. It did piss me off. Penn State's still doing it. They run the same two formations. They run the same plays out of it. They run the ball straight up the middle every time. And they, if the only person they try to get the ball to is KJ Hamler, if they do this, they have no chance to beat Ohio State. If they try to change it up, which I have confidence that Franklin, somewhere in that offense, he has some. Weird plays, I guarantee you they're to KJ. That's all he does. He's going to run these plays to KJ. But something, end arounds or or fly sweeps or something, Some I don't know, just something to confuse a defense, not just a basic run up the middle. But for this game, um, I got a live under of 52 when they scored two quick touchdowns in the second half. Easiest bet I've ever made. That's why... Richie, you need to get online. Once your birthday's 21, we're getting you online because live betting these games is where it's at. You can get lines that are so far, so different, and you could be sitting there watching the game saying, this game's not going over. or This team is not going to lose by this amount of points. Believe me, we're going to get you online. Richie, you caught some of the Penn State-Michigan State game? Uh, Yeah, I did. Um, I had I had Penn State in this game. I don't know. I forget what the point spread was. What was it? Um, four and a half. Four, four and a half. Oh, it was only four and a half. Wow, I thought it was higher than that. But, yeah, I had Penn State in this game. Um, yeah, their offense, I think, has to improve. I feel like, I mean, against Michigan State, they're not – I don't even see them really being a team this year. Um, I thought they should have put up a lot more points. I feel like they always sit back in the, in the third uh, third quarter. They should keep pressing. Um, so they have, in the long run against, like, Ohio State, um, they can just show, like – yeah, we're, we're as good as you guys because I think Ohio State is way ahead of Penn State right now. And pretty much Penn State has to pick up their offense. Yeah, I agree. Like I said, they don't show anything. They get up and they just they park the bus basically and don't do anything. That's why that that last play against Michigan to get the first down, with the, it was uh, end around to Hamler and he got the first down. I didn't see that play all year. And they brought it out when they needed it. I just hope they don't do that too late against Ohio State. I hope they bring out these plays early and often. We'll get into that. That game is not for a couple weeks. Penn State plays Minnesota next week. Um, That's going to be, I think, a Penn State blowout. Minnesota hasn't played anyone. Don't even get me started. We'll talk about Uh. that game next week. (laughs) Believe me. Um, Another big score that happened this week was Auburn lost to LSU. LSU won 23-20. LSU, everyone thought they were going to throw all over this team. Burrow did get his. He had about 30 fantasy points for me. It was a decent week. Auburn, I hate. I'm sorry for this team. Bonix, he's looking really good. I won't lie. The kid's getting a lot better. Next year is going to be his year. He's just had some tough breaks in these games. I mean, it started it, – I mean, I shouldn't say tough breaks. Started week one. They got the lucky one. But he's been just had a tough schedule for a, um, a freshman quarterback like this. Bonix, um, bet on team next year. 
Auburn bet on team next year. I hope they lose a bunch of games here so we can just get a really low uh, team total for next year. You catch the LSU-Auburn game? Uh, not much of it. I was uh, in and out of it, but I like what you said. Um, I don't I don't think they, have, they had an offense good enough this year to keep up with most of the teams, but I think their defense is – I think they're uh, top 10 defense overall. That's about it. Yeah, Gus Malzahn, he's, he'll be there next year. Don't worry. Look for we're, – we're looking to bet Auburn next year. And then the last thing I want to talk about this weekend, so it was actually funny. I was at my buddy's place, and we were at a we were at a little a party. It was a day long outside, and I got a, a Twitter notification that the UFC, U, UFC, that the Stanford quarterback, Costillo, was announced in. He was officially in. He, he was projected to be out. He was in about 20 minutes before the game started. The line was at two and a half. And I know Richie bets with a bookie. Now, I got it at three. I got my other buddy in at three. But Richie, since he had the lines before, I'm like, well, the line's not going to change because this his bookie's obviously just going to have a normal line on on the Stanford game. He's not going to know anything. What what'd you get it at, one and a half? Yeah, um, once you texted me, said bet Stanford. I think you called me, actually. You are like, bet Stanford. I was like, all right, I'm in for it. Um, yeah, I was like, one and a half. You're like, bet it, bet it, bet it. So I obviously bet it. And, yeah, I mean, Good pick, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I was not sober at this time, so I, oh, I just, I just, I heard, I heard the quarterbacks in, and I knew it was, I knew it was a number you had to bet. I think the end, I think it ended up closing in those five minutes. I think it closed at yeah. four or three know, and a half. Yeah, yeah, I know it was a back and forth game. I was like, I was like, oh god, here we go, back and forth. And then at the end, I think it was the fourth quarter. They, um, I think they're up by a good ten points. I'm like, oh, I got this in the bag, and they closed it out. So yeah, yeah, it, they, they won by ten. They were at home. But I did I, I watched I watched most of the game because obviously I had you in I had a lot I had a couple people in on it and Stanford was in control of the game the whole game if you ask me it was a little bit of back and forth but in my opinion Stanford had that all in control but I always like when you get that hot tip and you, you just call someone half in the bag and you're like bet bet this team bet this team and it works out so yeah and it feels good after you're like oh let's go I got I gave I gave everyone good advice exactly good. now yeah. next week I'll try to do that again and we'll fall and, flat yeah, in our face four, yeah. <laughs> So, getting into the worst beat of the weekend, I don't know if you had it, Richie. I had it. Rice plus 10. Rice looked terrible, yes. But they they were up. They were down um, 16 to 6. So, if you got 10.5, you were winning. 10 was pushing. 16 to 6 with um, they played Southern, Southern Miss. Southern Miss had the ball on Rice's like 10-yard line with 30 seconds ago. Just kneel it. You're up 10. The game's over. They run a goddamn play right up the middle. Touchdown, Southern Miss. They cover. Rice doesn't. Worst beat of the weekend. Rice had was covering the game the whole way. Oh, my God. It was... It was terrible, Rishi. I know. I'm assuming you weren't a part of this Rice game, but no, I I wasn't touching this game. I have, I have no clue about anything on these teams, so yeah, yeah, stay away from it. It was it was a good spot for Rice. I mean, they like to slow the ball down. They could run the ball, but I mean, the thing is, though, why why the hell are you running it with 30 seconds ago and you're up 10? Like, just kneel it out, and I, I push a bet, and, but. Whatever. I mean, every every good. I had a great weekend this weekend. Uh, you had a. I don't know if you had a good weekend. I know I had a great weekend. So I guess every good weekend has to come with at least one bad beat. Yeah, I heard about your weekend. You had a great weekend. Um, I had a terrible weekend, but hey, on to the next week. Yep, 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 yep. So we'll quick go over a little bit of the NFL stuff, then we'll get into this week's games and a couple picks. So quick about the NFL. Philly, I know me and Richie were opposite on that. Philly came out strong. They look like a real team. Buffalo, once again, hasn't played anyone. They look like shit. It was in a tornado <laughs> up there. This was a easy game for Philly. They just ran the ball down Buffalo's throat. Um, Richie, what was your opinion here? Uh, yeah, Philly surprised me in this game. I know we were talking about it in the last podcast. Um, I don't know. We uploaded it, though. Um, but, yeah, overall, Philly... They look good in this game. Um, I feel like Buffalo has no offense. I thought I thought Buffalo was going to score more points in 13 against Philly's uh, defense. But I think uh, what's his name? Uh, Scan the guy that got kicked off this team. Scan Scan Orlando Scan Scanlick. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, I think uh, him getting booted off and then talking crap really uh, boosted uh, Philly's defense. So I think that was a plus for uh, Philly, and yeah, that was a huge win for Philly. Um, but I think Buffalo, after this game, will uh, 
go back and be like, all right, what did we do? And they'll fix their problems and Buffalo can get back on track. Yep. So next game, this was the worst beat of the weekend for uh, the NFL, Tennessee, Tampa Bay. Tennessee won by four. But if anyone was watching this game, Tennessee ran a fake punt with about two minutes to go. And their punter clearly fumbled. He got destroyed by a linebacker. Fumbled. Tampa Bay picks it up and takes it back to the house. It was clear cut. I I had Tennessee in a straight up pool. I felt sorry for Tampa Bay backers here. They called the play dead. It was a clear fumble. Should have been touchdown Tampa Bay. It, it, this refereeing needs to be fixed, but this was this was terrible. I f- if you had Tampa Bay, I feel sorry for you. Yeah, um, yeah, Tampa Bay. That was their game. I that he got smoked, man. <laughs> I was like, whoa. I remember watching Red Zone and they were talking about. It. I was like, wow, they they just got dripped out of a win right there. Um, but yeah, Tampa Bay. They're skeptical. Skeptical. Um. They're here and there. They win. They lose four. Like I don't know what these teams are. I don't know what Tennessee is either. I think pretty sure they're four and four. But yeah, yeah, you said it best there. So another uh, weird beat. I don't know if you you were on this game actually. You had Rams minus twelve. The Rams won twenty four ten. It was in London. If you were watching the red zone, you didn't see this. Cincinnati was going in in the final seconds of the game. They were driving down the field. They were on like the five-yard line, and they scored with no time left. So they scored to make it 24-16. The line was 12. They were covering. Something happened. I don't. I still don't even know what happened because no one sh- – I haven't seen it yet because it wasn't yeah. on red zone. Scott it's Hansen weird. didn't show it. I was like yeah, – yeah. and I wasn't on this game. I don't care. I didn't care about the game. I had, no, I had Tyler Boyd, but Tyler Boyd apparently didn't even catch the touchdown, so I wasn't even that pissed. But – there was some call. It got overturned. The The game was called. The Rams win by 14. They covered the spread. I know Richie had the Rams. I told him not to bet the Rams. But, hey, you won. Cincinnati backers lost. But I'm sorry. If you're the red zone, you got to show that score. If it was a score, if it wasn't a score. You can't just not do anything. Yeah, um, I think you should have showed it just because for uh, fantasy players out there, um, could have made a big, big impact on uh... – they're scoring. Um, so basically, yeah, I had the Rams. I think it was like minus 12. And I was like, I basically shit my pants. Like, oh, shit. Every calls, everybody's calling me like, dude, I told you so. I was like, wait a second. Like 20 seconds after I, I uh, looked looked at my phone, refreshed it, and they said like called back or something. I was like, let's go. But, yeah, they definitely should have showed that on the red zone. I was surprised they didn't. Like, they usually show everything. Yeah, they missed a touchdown there. So yeah. – my last game I want to talk about here. Well, actually, a couple. Not shouldn't say last game. Um, San Diego won seventeen sixteen once again. San Diego and Chicago are in these one score games. Chicago still doesn't have a kicker. They should have won the game. I had San Diego in a straight up pool, so I was fine with the missed kick at the end. I'm sorry. This was a this was a San Diego game to win. I think San Diego goes on a little run here potentially. They'll be in the playoffs. Don't worry. Chicago. Uh, they need to like draft the quarterback or trade for Cam Newton. Maybe I don't know. I guess you can't trade for Cam Newton because the trade deadline's over. Yeah, so never totally. mind. You're not going to trade for Cam Newton. You're going to, I guess, ride with Mitch Bortles the rest of the season. That's that's disgusting. But this Chicago team, I just, I don't know what to make of it. They're really, they're they're, they're a shitty team. I won't lie. Yeah, I mean, I thought this was Chicago's game to win. I mean, come on. Their defense is doing everything out there possible to get the ball back to their offense. Their offense does nothing. I mean, they had like, they had two minutes left. Like, go for a touchdown. I mean, don't don't leave it up to your kicker. Go down, go down and score a touchdown. Like, you guys, I know they had like ten plays in in, uh, in the red zone at the end of the end of the second. I'm pretty sure, and they they couldn't score a touchdown. Like the one yard line. Like, come on, you're playing San Diego. In San Diego, they had a they had a bad be- bad beat uh, last week uh, with uh, Melvin Gordon fumbling on like the half half yard line. So, I mean, that was a good win for them, I guess. But I think Chicago. Didn't deserve this win at all just because they couldn't do anything on offense whatsoever. Yeah, so it was actually going right into half there. Um, like I said, I had San Diego, so I was like, oh, got to hold in the three here. They did hold in the three. I, I think you're right. It was 10 plays, and I think it was two minutes in the red yeah. zone. I think there were three, three, three plays from inside the three. They couldn't get yeah. it in. That's just Disgusting. That's terrible. Sad. And they have, they have so many weapons too, like – Allen Robinson, he's a beast, and they got the running like the running back Cohen or whatever. He's he's good. He's an athlete. Yeah, you're just an Allen Robinson guy because he's on your fantasy team. No, I like Cohen too. He he's a duty player, bro. You gotta you gotta follow him on uh, 
on the uh, the webs. Yeah, the the webs. Good one. Um, <laughs> yeah, I got the new Duty today. It's a good game. You should go get it. Yeah, I'll be playing this weekend. Don't worry. All right, let's. What are we talking about next? Come on. So this is where I am gonna formally break up with the New York Jets. I've been on the Jets all season. I've been hype training the Jets. I have Sam Darnold in my fantasy league, who is a start this week. He's playing Miami. The Jets suck. The goddamn Jets fucking <laughs> suck. That's all. I, that this game was. I I game cast this game because I had Jets in a pick'em pool. I had Jets bet. I had another buddy of mine on the Jets. I told you about the Jets. I think I had you on the Jets. I had Jets, Jets, Jets. This was a great – all they had – I didn't even care if they didn't win the game. Just cover a number for me. That's all I was asking for was to cover a number. Sam Darnold, I, I, I don't know what he was doing. He was – I think he was seeing ghosts. Or if he wasn't seeing ghosts, I don't know what he was seeing. <laughs> Mono's hitting him. I, his throws were terrible. Gase, Gase isn't putting anything out there for this guy to do good they're not getting they're getting left bell the ball going up the middle get get left bell the ball in the outsides or something use robbie anderson over to oh my god this defense is terrible too they couldn't i don't think i think i could have been quarterback richie could have been receiver out there and we could have ate up the jets defense yeah um i think sam Darnold is a good quarterback and um in the future years i think he's going to be good i think they need to get some offensive linemen i think their offensive line did terrible um, he did have some good throws here and there, but overall, yeah, I mean, you can't be doing that and putting the Jets defense. I think I don't think the Jets defense is bad either. I think uh, Sam Donald throwing picks and having bad uh, like where the ball is at. I think that's bad for uh, just the Jets defense overall, putting them in bad spots. But uh, yeah, I mean, I I'm a I like the I like the Jets. They're they're I like them. They're they're a good team. But this year, man, who? In the last couple of years, too. I mean, I, I hope they do good. I hope Sam Darnold, Sam Darnold does something with this team. And Le'Veon Bell has been tweeting about him, like, hey, it just takes time and stuff. But I don't know, man. It's a risky one. I don't really give a shit what the Jets do. I'm a Dolphins fan. I was just – I was on <laughs> I was on the Jets from a gambling side of it. I was thinking Jets, Jets, Jets. Jets can yeah, make the playoffs. I mean, I, I, I'm done with them. I'm, I'm breaking up with them. This is – this is officially – I am – Breaking up with the New York Jets, I will not bet the Jets the rest of the year. If I bet, if I bet the Jets the rest of the year, I will delete my Twitter account. Yeah, buddy, Dolphins next week, buddy. This week, I don't Dolphins care. this week, buddy. I don't care. Go, go, Fins. So, uh, what else happened on Sunday? We'll get into the Fins quick because I do want to talk about something with them. Oh, Sam God. Fran looked dominant, destroyed Carolina. Tevin Coleman had four touchdowns. Christian McCaffrey did good. Um, I'm not sure if this was San Fran's actually that good or Carolina had a shitty game. I think it was a little bit of both. I'm still not sold on San Fran. I was on Carolina, dead wrong, obviously. But I'm not sold on San Fran. Do you have a, a take on the 49ers? Yeah, um, I think the 49ers aren't aren't a good team. I think their defense just keeps them in the game every every time. Uh, once they get in the playoffs, they're going to face better better opponents, and they're not going to get whooped, but they're going to lose. This is the team. The this is like the Bears last year. The Bears just didn't play good teams. Defense kept them in it. Offense did enough. They get into the playoffs. They play a decent team, and they lose because their kicker doesn't know how to kick a forty two yard field goal. Yeah, um, their defense is solid though. They're definitely uh, number three defense in the league which is which is good but they have to have an offense i mean they did show up this uh last week against uh carolina but i think carolina had a had a bad week overall just no offense and then their defense like go out there defense out there uh three-fourths of the game so yeah yeah and frisco's schedule doesn't get much harder rest of the way they play arizona twice in the next like four weeks so they're gonna they they might be 10 and 0 honestly so what else happened Sunday? New England, screw New England. I'm going to get into them later about why we're hammering the Ravens next week at anything plus money. I hate New England. Um, they are the best team in the NFL. I do say that, but their offense right now is terrible. Um, yeah, I mean, their offense isn't, uh, isn't connecting well, but uh, their defense is so good. I mean, they don't have to do much in offense. Uh but in the playoffs, they're gonna have to pick it up. I think they will. I mean, they're gonna. I, I don't know, man. This, they're they're a good team. I'm. Uh, their defense is just so scrappy. Having maybe the best corner in the league, Gilmore out there, he's he'll lock down anyone. 
any given week. So, listen, this defense is lucky. This is the luckiest defense in the NFL this season. I'm sorry. Yes, congratulations. You have all these touchdowns. They have so many points. Like the fumble last week, the the first one with Nick Chubb. His offensive lineman, it hit his foot, kicked out, kicked out to the side, and scoop and score. That ball could have kicked inside. That ball could have could have kicked back to Cleveland. It, there are so many ways. The, the ball is bouncing their way right now. Things are going to even out. Believe me. Um, just believe me. New England hasn't played anyone. This defense, they're not going to keep scoring every single game. This offense, if they don't change something, this offense isn't going to do shit rest of the season. This is why I love I love the Ravens because this line is too high. This line should be around a pick 'em. We'll get to it later. I I am Richie, you know I'm in love with the Ravens. I bet them Sunday night. I bet them right after the New England game. Uh, I don't know if you're in love with the Ravens. I think you're just really against New England in this game. Um but yeah, what, going back to that, I think New England as a defense, they they played till the whistle was blown. Like they're a scrappy defense once again. Like I don't think any other defense would have would have caught Chubb on that. He probably would have scored, but like they're a scrappy defense. Like he caught he caught up to him. They play to the whistle. And they, like they know that like every play, any every play they can get a fumble. Like literally. Yep. So going Sunday night football. Casey's getting Patty Mahomes back next week or the week after. I'm excited. Fantasy quarterback. Um, Matt Moore. He did. He played a great game. System quarterback. I mean, is Pat Mahomes system quarterback? No. They just have a lot of athletes there. Green Bay, once again, got a couple calls here and there. And Shady with that key fumble in the fourth quarter. And Andy Reid not going for it with the fourth and three from the 50. You gave Rodgers the ball back with four minutes to go to win the game. Dumb coaching decision. But, hey, no one really thought Casey was going to win this game. I did have him plus four and a half. I live bet him at plus seven and a half, plus 14 and a half, so it didn't even matter. But if you ask me, this KC team, once they get if they get a healthy Mahomes back, they are going to be just fine. I mean, they're going to be second seed in the AFC, so I'm not really wouldn't be worried about that. But this KC team is it showed on offense how good their athletes are on this team. Um, yeah, KC, they have no defense, so I um I don't see them going far in the playoffs. You have to have a defense to do something. Um, yeah, but yeah, Mahomes he's a great player, obviously. Um, they're electric on offense with Hill out there and uh, Travis Kelsey, but they need a defense. Yeah, they're missing a couple guys on defense. Frank Clark, um, main reason they're on defensive line. You get him back, you get a couple guys healthy. I, I still think KC can make it to the Super Bowl easily. I think they can ah. play New England in the in the uh, AFC Championship again, or Baltimore, honestly. But, yeah, uh, Matt Moore, he's doing a good job out there. We'll see how they go. If if Mahomes is back this week, that's huge for him. Even if he's not, they're only playing Minnesota. Um I think they could win the game without Mahomes, honestly. I, I think they can. I'm not saying I'll bet him. I think I think yeah, it's yeah. possible. Then uh, if he'll be back the following week against Tennessee, obviously perfect spot for him, perfect place to put him in, in fantasy. So, uh, Richie, is there anything else you want to talk about the NFL games? Uh, no. Okay, cool. So now we'll jump into the – weekday football games so we're only gonna jump we're only gonna cover the arizona san fran game because the two college games georgia southern appy state and west virginia baylor they're both 17 plus spreads don't bet these games they're thursday night if you're looking for a game to bet i'll give you a bet in the san fran game i'm pretty sure richie can too so the big news in arizona is they traded for kenya drake from miami for a fifth rounder or a I think it's a fifth rounder fifth fifth or yeah, sixth, fifth. something like that so this tells me that david johnson or chase edmonds is going to ir something tells me it's david johnson because he's out and they were they were trying to hide it kind of and edmonds just got injured i'm not saying he's going to ir i don't think dj plays this week i don't think Ed, edmonds plays this week i would not be surprised if next week one of them goes to ir or by the end of this week one of them goes to ir drake here even if none of them go to IR, well, this is just a big running back by committee, and which is good for Arizona because I think Kingsbury wants that. I think he wants a three-headed monster back there with Kyler and all the different gadget plays they could run, which is fine for Arizona and good for Arizona. But this week, with just having Drake back there, I love Frisco here. Frisco will actually be my survivor pick here. Also, a big key in these games, this is the first Thursday night game for a rookie quarterback and a rookie head coach. It's a big fade spot. They never do well in these spots. 
Kingsbury coming from college, he's not going to know what to do. And this this San Fran defense is going to be be able to contain Kyler, eat him up. I think this is a big San Fran spot here. Um, what's your take on the game? Yeah, um, uh, so it's, what, 10 points right now? Arizona's getting. I like – I actually don't – I don't I don't know. I'll, I'd probably stay away from this, but I'm probably going to bet it. I, 43 is the over and under. I like the under in this game. San Fran is going to keep Arizona below 14 points in this game. San Fran's defense is uh, number three, so I like San Fran keeping Arizona under 14 points once again here. And Arizona, I don't know. They're just a team I, I just don't know much about. And, yeah, Kyle Murray's good. He extends plays. But it's San Fran's defense again. Like, I could sit here and tell you all the stats. You, it, the stats are going to say San Fran is a 1,000 times better. But the yeah. eye test tells you that San Fran is a lot better than Arizona. Arizona can score points, I won't lie, but – They've scored points against not the best teams. They played, they played um, what the Giants last week. Not the best, yeah. not the best look there. Um, <laughs> I am big San Fran here. If you can get San Fran anywhere under ten, I know everyone likes to bet these weeknight football games. Get your fix in. So yeah, I probably want a money on it. But if you had to bet this, I would take San Fran. Lay the points. I'm fine with it. This could be a game that San Fran comes out and gives up three, seven, six, something like that. This is an easy 24-6, 31-10 type of game here for Frisco. I love Frisco. Like I said, survivor pick too. Yeah, I think the 49ers can um, actually have an offense in this game and score some points against Arizona's defense. I don't think Arizona's defense is uh, good enough to stop uh, this uh, offense after uh, last week's showing. So – then, like I said, I wasn't going to say anything about these college games. I'll say a little bit. Georgia Southern, triple option team against Appy State. No play here. Can't play the triple option team. If they can compete, they're looked to play on later on. Then West Virginia, Baylor. Baylor was a play at 17. It opened 17 and a half. It's where I was able to get it. It's since went up, I'm pretty sure. Um, but, like I said, do you really want to lay this amount of this big number Thursday night when you're if you're already laying the San Fran game? Uh, Baylor will win this game easily. Baylor to the college football playoff. Baylor to win the Big 12. There we go. So now we're going to jump right into our picks here. Where we got, Richie, how many you got? You got three or you got four? Yeah, three, three. So we got three each. This is our new way of doing this. We're just going to go three picks whole weekend because if we're sitting here trying to go three college, four college, four pro, whatever, then you have seven, eight picks out there. We're just going flat three, easier on us, less not less work for us to do because, I mean, I'm going to have more than three plays this week. I guarantee that, but um, you got places to find those. Action app, we're both there. You can find us there. They'll be on linked on the Twitter to follow our picks later on, get our live bets that I, well, I put in live bets. But for now, we'll have three picks. So, Richie, where's your first pick? Yeah, so I'm first going to go in the uh, NFL. Uh, my first pick is Indy versus Pitt. I think Pitt's uh, in a good spot here at home to win this game. I know it's a pick 'em right now. It could change to probably like a, I mean, half a point maybe, or not a half point, one and a half or something like that. But I don't think Indy showed enough last week. Uh, I mean, yeah, they won the game at the end. Uh, Brissett had a decent game, not not really good game actually. But uh, overall, I think the Indy's defense is is good but not good enough to stop Pitt's, Pitt's offense. I think they're going to get it going again with uh, Pitt's, quarter, Pitt's quarterback uh, being being back and picking, Pitt's in the hunt. So this is a, a good spot for uh, Pitt to win this game. Uh, I don't hate your look here. Uh, you might be a little bit recency bias. Indy plus one does look like a decent number. This does seem like a game where Bursette comes out and balls out, but I – I am a fan of Pittsburgh's defense. Mason Rudolph, after the first two drives last night, he did get things going. Um, don't hate it. Probably not going to play it unless like Indy got the three. But, uh, yeah, don't hate it. All right. Where's your pick at, buddy? So my first pick, I'm going to go to college. It's going to be Boston College plus three against Syracuse. So this is at the Carrier Dome. The reason here is Boston College is going to run the ball right down Syracuse's throat. Syracuse is not a good team. Boston College has two powerful backs, and A.J. Dillon, who will be drafted next year, and Dan Bailey, not related to the kicker Dan Bailey, different Dan Bailey. 
So last week they played Clemson. Obviously, they didn't do anything against Clemson. But two weeks ago, they ran for over 300 yards and three scores. I have this team at a plus nine in the stuff rate category. I've been fading Cuse all year. I've been watching this team. They're not a good team. I don't know what it is. I don't know what Dino's doing up there. It's it's just not his year. Something's not clicking. I'm not sure what's going on here. I do love Boston College to just run it down their throat. I love them at the short number. This line open two and a half. It since got bet up to three. I'm still fine with that. I bet it two and a half. I'm just giving out three now because it's it's that's where we're at. So give me Cuse, not give me Cuse. Give me Boston <laughs> College plus the points, and I'll even take Boston College over 350 rushing yards. Um, yeah, I probably wouldn't bet this game, but I I do favor Boston College by a little bit. I think they can pull this off by a touchdown or field goal here. I just don't like Syracuse being at home. But overall, I do like Boston College. So where are you going with your second pick? All right, my second pick, I'm actually going to stay on this game. The over and under is 60. I think this game is an under pick here. 60 points, that's a lot of points for these teams. I mean, yeah, these teams can these, these teams can score quick, but um, I don't see uh, Syracuse putting up a lot of points here. I mean, putting up like around the 20s, both of these teams being in the 20s here, I can see the game ending up. But uh, after last week's showing and other weeks before, um, don't see much from the these two teams on offense. Fair. So with my second pick, this is a weird one. I'm taking UAB plus 12 against Tennessee. Tennessee plays Kentucky next week. Big look ahead spot, big rivalry game there. I'm getting over 10 here. I have UAB as the better running team. I have them plus seven in stuff rate. Tennessee, as we know, not a good team. That's a big thing with me. I don't, I, I, I fade bad teams. Gambling simple people, fade the bad teams, bet on the good teams. Not that simple. So... <laughs> Basically, the reason here is to look at head spot for Tennessee. Tennessee is not a great team, and they give up they give up um, rushing yards. UAB should dominate the line of scrimmage both ways. I'm not saying UAB outright. I'm saying UAB under the number. Uh, give me a plus 12. This line has went up from 10.5 to 12. I'm not sure why, personally. I bet at 10.5, and, and I took a little more at 12 just in case. But, yeah, I, I really do like UAB in this spot. Uh, yeah, I don't know too much about UAB, so I'm probably going to stay away from this game, but I like, I like your stats and your information on this game, but overall I'm staying away from this game. Fair. It's, uh, University of Alabama, Birmingham, by the way, if you, if you didn't know that fun fact, I knew that. I knew that. Okay. Where are you going with your third pick? All right. My third pick, I'm going to go to the Mac conference here <laughs> the Mac goes. Um, but uh, the Buffalo Bulls versus um, Eastern Michigan Eagles here, both four and four teams. Um, Buffalo off their bye week, uh, they won two straight. I think they're having this avalanche uh, effect here. Um, so last week against Buffalo, last week against uh, Central Michigan, they won forty-three to twenty. They are two and a half point favorites. So that tells you something about uh, Buffalo Bulls a little bit. And the week before that. Um, they won. I forget. I don't know why I lost my spot here. I know they won by a good margin there too. So I think that Ohio loss, uh, week six, 21 to 20, um, woke them up a little bit going into the bye week, going over where they had to go over. So I like uh, the Buffalo Bulls here, plus one and a half. I think this line could switch the other way too. Yeah, but I'm a big fan of this Buffalo Bulls team in the MAC Conference. Yeah, Richie's a big Buffalo guy. Uh, I do like your pick there. My numbers are actually right in line with the line. So I have no feel on this game. My stuff rate dead even. Um, yeah, no feel on this one. Uh, yeah, move it on to my third pick. <laughs> so this is where I'm going to have a little bit of a rant. I bet Baltimore plus five Sunday. I think it was there was five minutes ago in that in that Cleveland game. The buff the Baltimore line came out at six and a half. I didn't get six and a half. I got five. And it's since it's down to three and a half. Now I put a I'll tell you what, I put a nice chunk of money on Baltimore plus five. And I'll tell you, anyone that's if you're looking here, if you're sitting here going, oh, it's only at three and a half, don't get it at three. 
the New England people, the public will come in and bet New England here. And probably by game time, I could see this going back up to five. I'm not sure if it gets all the way there. At least three and a half, four, four and a half. So my reasoning here is, yes, I hate New England. Yes, I had Cleveland last week live at a bunch of different numbers and second half, and we split the game. Yes, I'm a Dolphins fan, and I've seen New England win my entire life, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Wait, New- not last year. <laughs> New England is the best team in the NFL. I agree. Their defense is great. I don't think it's historically great. I think it's good. I think it's very good. I think they are getting very lucky. I went over this earlier. They are getting very lucky with all these turnovers. Their offense is shitty, though. Without Devlin in there, they're not able to run the ball. Brady doesn't look the same. All the turnover at receiver. Brady already said he doesn't like that. I mean, they have Ben Watson as their tight end. Without Gronk in there, that's a big loss. People are overthinking that. Edelman's good, yeah. Sanu could be good. James White gets the same amount of workload every single week. Sony Michelle runs, blah, 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 blah. I'm not saying that their offense is like bottom half or something. It's not New England of old. This this team has not played anyone all year. Who who they beat? The best team they beat was what? Buffalo? Buffalo hold held this team to 16 points. 16 points. Now it was in it was in it was up in uh up in Buffalo there, but it was clear. There was nice weather. It wasn't windy, it wasn't rainy, blah blah blah. blah. 16 points. Just remember that. This New England defense that is also really good. That caused two fumbles on Nick Chubb last week, which one of them was fluky. Actually, both of them were fluky. I mean, one was a, uh, uh, the peanut punch there. But, hey, whatever. Let's remember, Nick Chubb still ran for, what, over 130 yards? He still had a great game. He was getting, I think, four or five yards a carry. And who are they playing this week? Baltimore. What does Baltimore do? They run the ball. It's Baltimore at home. Lamar Jackson might run for 500 yards here. If he doesn't run for 500 yards, Mark Ingram will run for 500 yards. That's obviously an exaggeration. But Baltimore would be stupid to do anything else but run it down New England's throat. Let Make New England stop it. I don't think they can. I don't think they're going to be able to stop it here. This is, once again, this is a numbers play for me because I, I think this I have this game around to pick them. So I'm getting five points here or three, three and a half points. Get over three. Don't get the three. If you get, if it's at three, if you want to bet it, just bet the money line. I love Baltimore in this spot. Baltimore might lose by seven. We might lose our bet. But guess what? I will bet this game 10 times out of 10. I love this spot for Baltimore. I don't think this New England team is going to be up for this game. This is the first challenge of the season. And this is a game where New England falls flat in their face, in my opinion. Um. Yeah, I think... I mean, I'm kind of the opposite side of you. I think I'm never going to bet against New England. New England's a team that, yeah, the points, three and a half, I mean, that doesn't really matter to them. They can just they can honestly go into this game and shut down Lamar Jackson maybe with their defense, but I don't think they're going to because Lamar Jackson, he's, he's a player. Like, this is the first challenge New England's defense is going to have this season. I think Lamar Jackson can extend plays in this game. And yeah, maybe it maybe it does come down to the wire, but I'm actually looking at the over in this game, 45. I think these teams, I think Baltimore can score against New England, which is going to uh, help the over in this game. And New England can obviously score on Baltimore. But um, yeah, overall, I I would not bet against New England in this game. But I mean, five and a half, yeah, it's a lot of points. But at the same time, New England can go, come in this game and never you never know, shut down shut down Baltimore. I don't see it happen. If if they if it happens, they can have my money. I don't see it happening. I don't hate your overlook here because I think Baltimore can put up 25, 30 easily. Yeah, and I think I think once again, uh, New England's defense can be scrappy and get some turnovers because they always do every week. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So uh, where's your third and final pick? Um. Oh, wait, you already had three, three picks. Yeah, yeah. You already had three. I don't know how to count. My bad. I'm still on my New England ramp, bro. Oh, I'll go yeah. off about them. So, uh, catching anyone up, the Nats won 7-2, so we're going to have a game seven tomorrow. Richie, you're going to watch that. Uh, I'm going to watch it. Watching my big TV downstairs. People try to kick me off that all the time. No big deal. I fight back even though it's my TV. Whatever. Blah, blah, blah. So, um, like I said, this is going to be our new format for this. Uh, it's just going to be me, Richie. I'm going to try to get some more people on. My one buddy I wanted to get on, he's uh, big into duty right now, playing a lot of GBs, so I don't know what the hell he's doing. But if if we noticed, 
Um, the sound should be a little better. I got some new software to record this on. We're doing it through Skype instead of some dumb website where there was a there was a lag. Richie pointed out last week we tried to do one with with Herndon. It just it came out and. If we would have posted it, we would have looked like five-year-olds doing it. So we just, we just, it was bad. Believe yeah, it was, it was really laggy, yeah. It was laggy. I was talking over Hearn and Hearn was talking over Richie. Was, I was lost, yeah. I was like, what's going on I mean, here? I mean, Richie doesn't, barely knows what like five plus five is, so. Wait, 25. Bro, it's 55. <laughs> okay, so hope you guys like our new format. Um, like I said, if you want our picks, just go on our Twitter. Uh, got our action accounts there. Can follow each of us. You get our updates. I I sometimes put picks in at like three thirty in the morning, four in the morning, five. It, it doesn't matter what time it is. If I have to put a bet in, we put a bet in. Um, I'll tweet those out uh, with this with the link here. Hope this sounds good. Anyway, we'll see you guys here next week. Same deal, same time, same place. Hope you have a good week gambling. Uh, win some money. Remember, live betting's fun. Keep doing it. Don't be a degenerate, though. Actually, be a degenerate. I'm a degenerate. Blah, 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 blah. Richie's a degenerate. Uh, remember, subscribe, unsubscribe, subscribe again. Richie, thanks for joining me. Have a good weekend. And yeah, we'll see you guys later. Cheers. All the tracks. All the tracks, baby.